grote ervaring. podcast woke society's live stream what's going on everybody great to be here and we have plenty 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 of notables to discover how was everyone's weekend let me know how your weekend was in the chat guys i know it's tuesday and we're a day removed from the weekend but sunday and monday are usually my days off so how was everybody's weekend let me know where you're all from and let me know what you're all eating for dinner i know it's taco tuesday and i got you guys are going to be pretty disappointed. I got something uh, special lined up as my last uh, <laughs> as my last clown of the evening, and you guys will see. I love it. Uh, people are saying boring. Oh, my goodness. Boring? That's not good. Chinese. Hey, Chinese is good, too. I love Chinese food. That might be dinner tonight. We'll have to see, because it ain't going to be tacos. I can tell you that right now. Very, very great to be here. Welcome in, everybody. Welcome in. I'm sure little man's going to be here any second, and there he is. There he is. Say hi, buddy. Hi. Say hi. Hi, hi Woke fam. Hi. <laughs> so I'm glad everyone's in a pretty decent mood here tonight. We have a, uh, I'm riding solo tonight. I find it had some personal stuff to take care of, so you just, it's just yours truly tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so yeah, we got, we got these COVID passports to talk about. We're going to do our media blitz here in just a moment once we get through our sponsor. And uh, we're going to be talking about Ghislaine Maxwell, a little update with her, and uh, some crazy, wild speculation that we want to get into. Lots of fun today, and we're, of course, we're going to end with clowns as usual. So we got a full pack show here, guys, and I cannot wait to dive into it. Cannot wait to dive into it and all that good stuff. So we're on DLive, we're on Twitch, we're on Cloud, and of course, we're on the infamous, the best live streaming platform out there right now, thefoxhole.net, along with pill.net and all those other platforms. Man, we are on like six different places right now. And we're building. We're slowly building as we always do. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into tonight's sponsor. Ladies and gentlemen, we are sponsoring these Spygate playing cards. And I actually, I have the, I got the cards right here. And I'll show you to them real quick. We got cards, buddy. We got the cards. I know as soon as I take my hand off the mouse, you want to go here. So as you guys can see here, I have these Spygate playing cards. And look at the ace. The ace is George Soros. So what are these? These are a deck of cards of all the Spygate actors that were in uh, that were in the FBI and everybody else that was involved with it as well. And they make an awesome, awesome collector's edition. And guys, I have in my hands right now. They feel absolutely great. They're high quality. They're professional looking. And the images look fantastic. The person that makes these here, her name is Tricia. And she is a retired Navy Intel officer with 26 years of military service. And this is her way of doing her part to bring light and educate people about the coup that, that took over. Or they tried to get rid of our President Trump. So there's no promo codes for this, ladies and gentlemen. You just, you just go right here. And when you order it, say Woke sent you and all that good stuff. It's 52 high-quality cards. These are used to red pill your liberal friends and family and find out all the players that are that are here and keep track as they 
go down. And ladies and gentlemen, she's going to have a new deck of cards coming out very soon, but these are the ones we're promoting right now. So again, a really cool, cool gift here. And again, it's at spygateplayingcards.com and supporting this channel. And you're also supporting veterans and Patriot businesses as well. You can't get much better than that, buddy. I don't think you get much better than that, right? I know you're going to get into these cards later and probably throw them all over the floor. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I'm ready. You ready to get in the news blitz, my little man? Let's say let's Bye. do it. <laughs> all right. Or not. We don't have to talk. It's fine, too. Let's do the news blitz, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so first up here, real quickly, the Suez Canal, it is finally clear. They boat, they got that big-ass boat out of the way. They sure just listened to Trump, his fake uh, Twitter account, just rammed it with another boat. But according to Zero Hedge and many other places, I saw videos, I'm sure you all saw it too. The Suez Canal is finally clear of that massive cargo ship, and no... No children were taken off the boat. Uh, Hillary Clinton didn't have any uh, crazy, uh, you know, trafficking children. I'm sure there was some human, uh, some humans on there being trafficked. But again, a lot of the uh, a lot of the conspiracy theories were wrong again with this stuff. This is why we have to be careful with speculation and all that. But either way, if the if it wasn't going to be about children being shipped on these cargo ships, at least the people got a huge red pill about glo- globalism. You have one boat, one boat got stuck in this canal, and it jacked up the whole entire world economy. That, to me, is a problem. And again, like I said in the last show, Trump was right. We need to have everything back in-house. And other news here, speaking of Hillary Clinton, the Supreme Court, according to The Hill and also many other outlets, Supreme Court is rebuffing their bid for Hillary Clinton deposition about her emails. Not everybody. Don't all be surprised all at the same time, everybody. The Supreme Court not following through with something that they should be. The Supreme Court on Monday denied a bid by a right-wing government watchdog group to require former Democratic presidential nominee Hillary Clinton, her ugly face is there, to face a deposition over her use of personal email while she served as Secretary of State. In an unsigned order issued without comment, the justices declined an uh, an appeal from Judicial Watch that followed a ruling last August by a federal appeals court panel, which said Clinton could not be compelled to sit for a deposition. What pisses me off about this the most is when you guys remember when Trump was still in office and Mike Pompeo said he was promising the people that those emails would be released. They never came out, and we were all waiting to finally see if uh, Hillary Clinton would have to answer any of these hard questions that she's yet to answer. And the Supreme Court said, nope, you're good. Judicial Watch has done this many times, seeking uh, FOIAs and calling people to court and suing them. And they just keep hitting roadblock after roadblock. Ladies and gentlemen, if it isn't apparent to you now, our entire politi- our entire uh, structure of our justices, our government, our courts, they're all compromised. And here is just another example. So in other news here, this was absolutely fantastic. We always love to hear from our former president. Trump slams Fauci and Burks in a brutal statement. If you guys didn't hear, Fauci again took credit for the vaccine, which is an absolute joke. We all know who was the one that was pushing the FDA to get this vaccine done in record time. Not that I like it at all. The vaccine's not good. It's, uh, again, not animals were uh, skipped here on the testing and he it went right to human trials. But either way here, I want to just bring up a quote here because of typical Trump uh 
He puts these words out here, and I love it. We have to read them. So this was just a part of what he said yesterday after the Dr. Fauci interview. In a fake interview last night on CNN, Dr. Fauci, who said he was an athlete in college but couldn't throw a baseball even close to home plate, it was a roller, (laughs) tried to take credit for the vaccine when, in fact, he said it would take three to five years and probably longer to have it approved. I love that Donald Trump here goes after Fauci's man card and pretty much says he's a non-athlete. Dr. Fauci was incapable of pressing the FDA to move it through faster. I was the one to get it done. Even the fake news media knows it and reports this. Dr. Fauci is also the king of flip-flops and moving the goalposts to make himself look as good as possible. He fought me so hard because he wanted to keep our country open to countries like China. I closed it again. His strong recommendation which saved many lives. Now, it's funny, ladies and gentlemen, I was actually able to pull up that clip of Fauci. And uh, we're just going to play it real quick here. Watch when uh, Dr. Fauci threw up that first pitch last year. Dr. Fauci, when you're ready, it's your pitch. (laughs) Dr. Anthony Fauci. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, Trump wasn't joking when he called it a roll. And I remember when this video came out, like when we were all on Twitter still, all the anons and all of us were still battling it out on Twitter. I remember, was it, is it a big surprise to you, ladies and gentlemen, that Fauci threw to the far left? There's a joke in there somewhere, and I'm sure a lot of you got it, but how pathetic. And this is why Trump called said it was a roller and he's not athletic, in which he proved. I didn't want you guys to forget what he was talking about. Trump don't lie, and he just proved it again. And so, in other news, ladies and gentlemen, we need to clear the record here because on this show, I said that Nike was part of this with uh, this rapper, the Satan Shoes. And let me just uh, calm them down a minute. Anytime, ladies and gentlemen, that I say something that's wrong in this show or proven to be false or it's not good information, I will correct it. And this is one of those situations. So I was assuming that Nike was a part of this because they use child labor uh, to make their shoes and all the other good stuff. China doesn't care. It's all cheap labor to them. So I just assumed, but I was wrong, ladies and gentlemen. Nike is actually suing this rapper over the Satan shoes that have real blood in the soles. And apparently, Nike had nothing to do with it. Uh, Nike on Monday uh, filed a copyright infringement lawsuit against New York-based company MSCHF over its controversial uh, Satan shoes collaboration with rapper Little Nas X. The shoes are unofficial designs of Nike's trademark Air Max 97 design, though the shoe company has said it is not involved with the creation or sale of the shoes. Now, let's not give Nike a complete pass here um, because Nike here, they're probably feeling pretty self-righteous. Say, oh, no, no, we wouldn't we wouldn't promote anything like this. God forbid. But again, children like my little man here are out in China and other places uh, leathering these shoes for Nike. But pretty much what this rapper was, uh, did, he got a bunch of, of older Nikes and he did his own design on them and obviously the Nike logo was on it and people assumed including myself that Nike was a part of this and it was not and Nike does have a case here because I I thought Nike was a part of it and a lot of other people did too even uh, Governor Christy Noam out in South Dakota I mean even tweeted about this it was a huge thing knowing where our our country is going and that little Nas here was a big up uh, his biggest base is children Man, we had some issues with this. But Nike is uh, is suing these guys, and rightfully so. But, again, let's not give Nike a pass here like they're doing, that they are uh, some fantastic moral company. So, in other news here with the News Blitz, the Wall Street Journal here, New York is trying to ease as much as uh, people's anger and the way things are going out here. So what they decide to do as of today, bill to make marijuana legal helps address past unfair enforcement. And because we don't want to be racist, New York doesn't want to be considered a racist state. Um, they're going to be doing programs for, uh, for, 
for different minorities and all that other stuff. And it's just, this is the way they're going to think that's going to fix anything. So New York's trying to legalize this. It's This went through today. Uh, Cuomo has been talking about this for years, and I, it, I'm assuming it got approved today. I don't see why not. New York is in so much trouble as far as getting the city back to where it needs to be and the rest of the state. It's an entire mess, and I cannot wait to get it out of here. But that's what we're looking on that front. And one other story here real quick. The Daily Wire saying many arrested for January 6th Capitol riot won't get prison time. So another dagger in the narrative of this huge insurrection that the media made this out to be. And now why is that? Many of the people who were arrested and charged with the January 6th riot at the U.S. Capitol won't receive jail time because despite media and prosecutors inciting the incident was a siege or an insurrection, it was not. And Politico is reporting that a quarter of those who have been already charged face only misdemeanors most for trespassing, and rightfully so. And I said this from the beginning, ladies and gentlemen. I know there was people in those groups that wanted to go inside the Capitol and get this narrative stirring and cause problems for this entire movement. Everybody that supported Trump. And a lot of people got swept up with emotion that weren't planning on going in. They followed the herd and they walked in and they're going to get hit with uh, with trespassing. And that's fine. They can do that. But don't paint us out. Don't paint these people out to be terrorists or insurrectionists or domestic terrorism. It's absolutely insane. We cover this at nauseum. But again, you won't get this news anywhere else except for channels like these. So just wanted to point that out and get the uh, record straight on all that. And shout out to two states before we get into our funny video of the day. Shout out to Texas again. A bill has been introduced in Texas to ban critical race theory from schools, and this is awesome. I am loving the states taking the power back, not caving to can't not caving to cancel culture, not caving to racist rhetoric in our schools, teaching kids to hate themselves, to hate other people, and to hate their country and to distort their view of what this country is really about. And it's not just Texas, it's also Rhode Island has introduced a bill to ban critical race theory from being taught in public institutions. What a great thing that states are stepping up and taking the power back and getting their shit together. I absolutely love this. And I'm seeing this with other other facets and topics that we've talked on this show many times and all that good stuff. And uh, I am just really encouraged to see this happening. And that's going to wrap up the news blitz, ladies and gentlemen. We flew through that one. Right, little man? We're crushing it. We're crushing it today. And it's so good to see. So, ladies and gentlemen, that was the News Blitz. Thank you all so much for hanging out with me today. We're at almost 800 viewers on DLive, 130 on uh, Twitch, and on the other platforms, I'm not sure. Um, so we're just gonna we're gonna keep rolling through here. We're probably gonna have a good crowd tonight. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I have a funny video for you all, as I try to always do. We're keeping it light, keeping it funny, but we're gonna talk about some serious stuff. We got these passport, uh, uh, these COVID passports to talk about, and a bunch of other uh, serious topics. But and then we're gonna end on end on clowns, as you guys always know. The best way to donate to the show, ladies and gentlemen, is through the Cash App. I get 100% of those uh, donations, and I was hoping he wouldn't be doing this, but he's going into uh, the laughing mode. Um, thank you guys that are donating on D Live. But the best way to do it is directly through the Cash App. I'll read your message on air and uh, all that stuff. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna play this uh, funny video, and I'll see you on the other side of the intro. Here we go.
I'm Don. And I'm Ron, and we are members of Antifa. But what you don't know is that we're also the founders of Not, Not Antifa, Antifa Window Repair. repair. Uh, if you ever need window repair, I got a bit of a suspicion you will, so. We realized that by living this double life, we were able to create the demand for our own services. We organize and cause riots, which then cause damage that creates customers. Then we take our costumes off Clark Kent style and show up first on the scene to get the business. Some bad people out there, yes, so. Yeah. Stuff happens, stuff's going to happen. Capitalism by day, communism by night. Ooh, that's a nice. You know, we saw the media and corporations all benefit from the protests and we thought, you know, why not us? Break us off some of those protest dollars. Put a rock through this window, put a rock on my wife's hand. Put my kids through college. Now, some say Antifa's just an idea, but to me, it's a billion dollar idea. I think that guy's gonna break that? Nah, probably just a window shopper. Do you wanna put this on the Tuesday protest or the yeah, Thursday? Yeah, Tuesday protest. Single pane too. See, they cheaped out. Yeah, the window repair game's a little like the tow truck game. You know, you wanna be first on the scene. Yeah, and it helps to know where that scene's gonna be if you catch my drift. We usually come a couple hours before the unrest and take these bad boys down. Yeah, we weren't born yesterday, Target. People are cooped up with no stimulus. It's easy to get them riled up. But also, because they're cooped up, they more than ever need windows. windows. Corporate money right there. Big time. Kind of like how the government shut down businesses, forcing you to rely on them. We break windows, forcing you to rely on us. Tensions have died down without the bad man in power, so we've had to work a little harder on the activism side. You know, sometimes when we really want to up the ante, we'll utilize multiple movements. Uh, Ma'am, we're stopping global warming by breaking the windows on 2nd Street tonight. Breaking the system starts with the windows. Racial tension's really good for business. You think you can smash us with a standard hammer, or you think you need a diamond tip? Oh, yeah, we're just going to meet at 2nd Street, march up to 3rd, and just hit everything on that whole block. Yeah, we're actually thinking about moving to Portland. There's a lot of money to be made in window repair. Yeah, I read a statistic. 44% of all windows in Portland are currently broken. What are you thinking? Think we can get a rock all the way up there? Pull the right crew together. We're gonna do a number on this bad boy right here. Thanks for tuning in to the land of the real. But it's like the twilight zone, the plan is surreal. It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed. Bring your thoughts to light, all the plans they conceal. Grab your flashlight, it's time to go down the rabbit hole. It's dark and hell is hot, dealing with satanic souls. The tide is turning, patriots and now in control. Apply aggressive pressure right now until they fold, stay woke. Open up guys and keep them healed. All they do is lie, realize how everything is real. Through Project Looking Glass, the future is revealed. Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Woke society's fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now, enjoy the show. Severe non on the mic, so come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising, and you know it's only gonna grow. Oh, isn't that great? What a great idea. That's what I'm saying, man. We need to look at these glass companies, these window companies out here, and to see if they had any uh, any players connected to Soros, because what a bunch of money they are making, probably fixing so many windows, man. But in, in, in all seriousness, it's pretty, I love that video, and it was great, and I know you guys enjoyed it as well. So welcome in, everybody. We're ready to get into the main content of the show here, and Little Man is back. Hopefully, he's going to be chill, right? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. All right, guys. So let's get into the uh, seriousness here. And real quick, I think we did get some donations. Let me just get those real quick. Uh, whoa, wow. Rich, thank you so much. <laughs> Rich, thank you, man. You're crushing it. Silverback Gorilla, love you from your boy, Rich. Happy woke. Thank you, brother. Uh, we've been. I know we've been talking, and uh, we're going to get your thing up and running, your podcast up and running. That'd be great. And, of course, Paul, thanks so much 
for a little Wokes truck truck fund. He just got some uh, new trucks for Easter, by the way. We gave him we gave him some uh, uh, some monster trucks. Never saw monster trucks before until yesterday. Uh, we were gonna wait till Easter, but we could we couldn't. We always end up caving. We give a uh, little man here his gifts early, so he got some new trucks. But thank you so much, um, Paul, for that donation. I really appreciate it. And Heather, again, thank you so much. Uh, your show is the best part of my day. Hi, Liam. That is awesome, Heather. Thank you so much for always being here and watching and donating. You are de- certainly recognized. All right, man, you got some money for your trucks. We're good to go. So what we're going to be mainly focusing on here in, the, in, the, in this first part here is these, these uh, COVID vaccine passports. And we talked about these on the show uh, a little bit last week because, because New York was the first ones to announce that they're going to be implementing this Excelsior program through IBM that's going to be tracking and pretty much forcing people to provide some kind of digital digital proof that they've gotten the COVID vaccine or that they're going to be testing negative to get into places like Madison Square Gardens, um, other sporting events and restaurants. And to, I did a little bit more research right now that is specifically for New York City. But I am not naive enough to think, one, I'm just going to full out, full out trust uh, Cuomo about what he says about anything at this point. It's going to eventually be the entire state. And it's this is... This is to me one of the most dangerous things that I we we were called conspiracy theorists for um, for an entire year, um, talking about things like this. But now Joe Biden is thinking about putting an executive order in to do this, and it's just it's not going to work out. Let's take a look here. This is from thefederalist.com. Biden's vaccine passport plan is the dystopian nightmare cloaked in COVID safety speak, and this is playing along with the same narrative when COVID originally got here. We all need to isolate, wear masks, do all these crazy things that just just completely crap all over our constitution. And we are doing this for the safety of everybody in the country, which is absolutely asinine. So the problem is there's a, there's multiple problems with this. This stuff is all going to be digitized. And the first thing I think about is what if someone gets access to this information and on top of it, how is this not breaking any kind of HIPAA laws? I'm not a, a I'm not a lawyer. I'm also not a doctor by any means. I don't know if there's nurses or doctors that watch this show, but I would love to know, is there any way that this is not legal in, a, in the sense of uh, HIPAA laws in general? Even if you are the person that ends up getting something like this and you show your passport to a specific person, how do you not, how are you certain that that information is not going to get hacked or stolen? And is it just your COVID information? Is this connected to any other systems that maybe have your blood pressure or other ailments that you have? And who else is looking at this information? So this is, of course, just one of the problems that I'm thinking about when it comes to this technology. So, of course, to demonstrate that your tested vaccine or otherwise immune, these various passes need access to relevant health data. All the systems promise tight security for users, but they still need potentially sensitive information. And that is, to me, is one of the biggest problems uh, with all of this. And if you have your health records attached to something, you have to carry that. That has to be verified. You have created an opening into the most private data you have. Davis told British lawmakers last week, it is straight away a problem and, and it will grow because inevitably, once we have the mechanism, it is common sense that people will try to use it for other uses and it will grow and grow. So when I read that, I read that statement. Um, we all know, we covered on this show a couple of weeks ago what these PCR tests are doing. They're collecting our genetics and these genetics are, 
are ending up in China's hands and they are studying these genetics, not just of their own people, but of the American people as well. They're making super soldiers over there for their military, not caring about uh, transgender rights in their military because they're all about destroying the, uh, the entire world, including America being number one enemy of China. And they're using this data to help themselves. So when I hear things about other technologies like this coming to phones, how do we know that when every time you get a, you go to a doctor's appointment, you get updated information about yourself, that that information is not being attached to something like this when you go to a concert at Madison Square Garden again? How do we know for sure that that information is not being used? Because once this Pandora bo- Pandora's box is open, my biggest takeaway is when is it going to be the time, if you're going to go down this road, when is it going to be time to where we don't need a COVID-19 digital tracer on our phone to prove that we are, we are safe to be around the public. That's just one aspect about it. And you have to ask the question, we're all wondering when, these, when this whole entire pandemic is going to be over. Joe Biden just the other day said he wants all these states to keep the mask mandates going. There is no end to this, ladies and gentlemen, and this is just another step in the wrong direction into this nightmare that he called the dark winter of where he wants to go with it. So the other facet to this says you can only imagine how this data might be joined with other information such as address or key worker status, all with sensible intentions, but care needs to be taken that this data is not misused. One example of inappropriate use could be a calculation of, of a risk score and a denial of rights or services to someone because of an algorithmic decision, said Adam Leon Smith, chair of the British Computer Society Software Testing Group. There is also the issue of time frame. While governments might attempt to frame vaccine passports as moral-based on accessibility, it is unclear how long those empower in addition to private corporations that are already store copious data through social media will be able to access such health records. And ladies and gentlemen, the other thing here, meanwhile, once these passports have been created for one purpose, like travel, it would be all too easy for their to be used to be extended and abused. This would result in a two-tier system in which some people can access freedoms and support while others are shut out. And that is exactly, for me, the biggest fear and the biggest goal of what these globalists and these communists, they want to accomplish. This is ultimately, and by the way, All this that's being pushed is being pushed by DC and it's being pushed by big corporations, businesses. You know what's not in the four in the in the uh, not in their heads at all as a priority is American citizens' rights and our 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 rights to privacy. That's not being talked about at all in this. Zero. Zero. And the crazy thing is, once they go this far, I don't see them coming back from it. And the problem is with this. This is going to create a caste system. It's going to create a caste system and a division among the middle class. What do these people want? They want to erase the middle class. COVID did a pretty damn good job of doing that with the small businesses, with the lockdowns. Now we're going to bring in vaccines. People are eager to get back to normal. People are going to be getting desperate to get back to normal. So they're going to be dangling this as a carrot to get people to get the vaccine, the ones that maybe aren't, but the ones that aren't, the ones that, like me and you out there, we all know, if you want to get a vaccine, you can do it. Go ahead. We're all adults. If you want to do it, go ahead. Me, myself, not doing it. Problem is, what happens when, in a social group with your friends, someone to go to Madison Square Garden and some friends aren't vaccinated? What's going to happen? Lower, you feel like a lower-class citizen. 
you feel lesser. It's dehumanizing. That's exactly what it is. It's all about more de- about demoralization. And that's what this will accomplish, without a doubt. Without a doubt. If this is adopted all across the country in each state, this is what will be accomplished by it. And it's super scary. And it's super un-American on top of it. This shit's on so many rights, it's not even funny. But the thing is, the thing is, the last one I want to, this last little uh, sentence I want to cover on this. The COVID-19 vaccine passport debate is occurring on an international level as governments and corporations collude to consider rolling out databases to track citizen records after months of mandates and restrictions. And ladies and gentlemen, the thing is, when you look at social media, the big tech companies, they are, they are in themselves almost like a socialist system. It's free. Anybody can use it, but you have zero control of what happens to your content when you put them on on their platform. And you can sit there and say it's Section 230, they're private businesses, blah, blah, blah. We have moved into an era where these, these programs, these systems are used for basic communication to our friends, family, literally everybody, bosses, you name it, the way we communicate in this world. And it is free for a reason. They are mining your data. Now, how are we going to get people's medical records, the most sensitive data? How is China going to figure out the next virus to make to target maybe specifically a, the, the, our generation, maybe 20 to 40-year-olds? Let's wipe them out and make a, make a virus based on all the information we're collecting from these botched B, uh, PSR tests. And now we're going to be able to track people's movements and data and from all these COVID vaccines. We have no idea where this information is going. And of course, like every other business, every other rollout, when it comes to privacy and people's protection, what do we always hear? It's safe. It, it, it will not be hacked. Your information's safe. It's going to take one really, really motivated state actors or hackers, um, grassroots hackers, whatever you want to call them, to come in and possibly take down the system because information like this if you're able to get information like this, medical information, you know how much money that's going to go on the dark web? Do you know how much money people are going to be selling this information out into God knows where? There are so many issues with this, ladies and gentlemen, and this is where they want to take it. And people don't talk about our rights as far as being dismantled with what they want. This all started with Bush when 9-11 happened with the Patriot Act. Then Obama came in, made it even more worse, and... The Fourth Amendment, according to the Gateway Pundit, is exactly right talking about this. This is the one real quick point I wanted to make. The Fourth Amendment, for anyone that forgot, says the right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated and no warrants shall issue, but upon probable cause supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. None of these articles... Just like when we talked about the voter fraud that happened, no, none of these mainstream outlets are talking about the Constitution. No one is talking about our Fourth Amendment rights. That seems to be just, well, we're in the middle of a pandemic and uh, screw the Constitution. We don't need it. That's what's happening here. That's exactly what's happening. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. And just to give you guys an idea of what this technology looks like, uh, this is from the Washington Free Beacon, and this is scary. This is exactly what China has right now, and it's on steroids over in China. But don't I don't want you guys to uh, to lowball this. This is this is exactly the beginning stages of what China already has. So President Joe Biden's COVID team appears to have entertained an electronic test 
and Trace program pioneered by the University of Illinois that have let businesses deny service to patrons based on their health data. And this is the problem right here. You can getting denied services to businesses based solely on your health data. And this was an example of what it would look like. There's different colors to this. So as you can see here, you have red, yellow, and green. The system resembles the one being used in China where a mandatory app gives you a health status, green, yellow, or red, that dictates access to public spaces. University of Illinois app likewise divides users into three categories, yellow if they've recently tested negative, orange if they've potentially been exposed, and red if they've recently tested positive. Only students with a yellow status may enter buildings. Imagine, guys, imagine you're going out to, you have to go grocery shopping with your family. You need to bring your kid or whatever. Your kids are starving, family's starving. You're out, you're out at the grocery store and you have to, you pull out your phone. They scan your phone and like, oh, oh, oh. like, oh, you look like you've, uh, you suffer from diabetes. Yeah, we don't, we don't, we're not really sure if uh, we want you shopping here or that's an extreme example, but you guys, you guys know where this is going. Oh, you tested positive for COVID about a month ago. Yeah, we're, we're just, for the safety of all of us and all everyone that works here and our customers, uh, we can't let you in until this is green. So who's going to be, who's going to be the gatekeepers of, of these technologies of whether, of whether these, uh, what color you you come up on the phone based on your own health? Do you see the problems with all this? And what if someone doesn't like you? What if somebody at these companies are from big tech? What if they come up with political biases and they know that you're a Trump supporter based on your social media, and then they go over to this app and be like, mm, oh, yeah, this Trump supported that. Wow, they actually got the COVID vaccine. That's great. That's great. Well, guess what? You're not going to be able to go and get food in any of your restaurants unless you have it delivered to your house. You're not going to be allowed to go into these buildings anymore. You're not going to be able to do these social gathering events because we deem your health as not up to our standards. This is what China has right now. That's exactly what they're doing. And, the, and this other little issue, just to throw it out for, for context here, only 11% of Americans do not have a government-issued ID, according to the Brennan Center for Justice, whereas 19% don't own a smartphone. Widespread adoption of the app could ice nearly a fifth of the United States out, out of the economy, never mind the polling booth. And it's funny. It's funny. Biden doesn't consider vaccination passports as racist, but voting IDs are the most racist things in the world to the Democrats. The thing is, the Democrats know they cannot win with their policies. The globalists know they cannot win with their policies by just forcing them onto us. So they they brainwash, they try to brainwash an entire country. They're allowing the immigrants in through the southern border by dangling that carrot of freedom to them. We won't send you back. We'll let you in COVID positive too. We'll let you in COVID positive too. We don't know if you're smuggled here. You're here for sex trafficking. You're here to do. You're to sell drugs, guns. We don't know, but know what we do know. When you guys get here, make sure you vote for the Democrat Party, and you vote for our policies. And we're going to keep taking care of you no matter what. This is how they do it. This is how they do it. The Democrats, they cannot force their ideas on us, and they know that. They hate that we don't vote for them. They hate us. Just like a lot of the Republican candidates hate us too. None of them are America first for the most part. And this is what we're dealing with. They're going to force it onto us. They're going to force these people into the country and eventually wipe out, wipe out the people that still hold American values to true, true American citizens. And they're going to wipe us out. This is their plan. This is what they're doing. I know, buddy. It's crazy. 
It's absolutely crazy. And that's why you're going crazy. I know. It is nuts. But the problem is, just, tra- uh, just switching over topics here real quick. What we're seeing at the border here, we've been talking about on the show for a little while. Let me just check the phone here real quick. I want to check and make sure I haven't missed anybody. Gary, thanks so much for the donations. The Yeti supports woke size. And Gary, I can't tell you enough, man, how much I, how much your support means to me. It's keeping this channel going full time. And I, I, I can't express to you all of you out there that are uh, that are just donating and doing all this stuff. And uh, thank you guys in the chats here. Preach it, Scott. Yes, here in Michigan, you have to you have to have a green dot to go into a college cafeteria with a mask on still. So it looks like a lot of uh, some of these states are already trying to implement this and all that. And some people are saying, how are we going to fight this? Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I know uh, packing up and moving to a state that's not going to allow this is, is easier said than done. But I already know Florida, DeSantis already said he ain't having this in his state. He's going to have executive orders fighting this. I don't know how how we're gonna how we're gonna take this on. The problem. The other thing is too, ladies and everything. This technology isn't out yet. Excelsior is one one company linked up with IBM in New York City right now. This is not you know countrywide. We're gonna have to see what Biden mandates, but this is what we're uh, this is what we're dealing with as far as the reality of what their ultimate goal uh, goal is. So. Uh, Tone says, how do I donate in Cash App? Uh, just click the link that my mods are dropping, my friends, and uh, you can donate right through there. So we're going to have to figure out how to fight this. But it's going to be ultimately up to the states that they want to adopt whatever Biden's going to throw out to the throw out to us. We're going to have to see. It ain't going to be pretty, I can promise you that. But this right here, this is going to make everyone pissed, including parents. And you want to talk about red-pilling America. <laughs> Stories like this will certainly do it. Major school district to begin in-person teaching for illegal immigrant children while local kids are still stuck at home. Not only are they allowing these immigrants into our country, they're not sending them back. Biden ain't sending anybody back. He's full of it. He's absolutely full of it. And these kids, because they have nowhere else to go, they're running out of beds. They're getting placed here in the, in these uh, in the, in these locations inside the country now, not just in Texas anymore. They're also going to San Diego and specifically the San Diego Unified School District in-person education program for children have illegally crossed the border has spurred an angry response from those who wonder why in-person education cannot be provided for American children. The district on Monday announced that it was seeking teachers for about 1,450 illegal immigrant girls ages 14 to 17 who will uh, temporarily be housed at the San Diego Convention Center. The illegal immigrants are expected to be at the center through July. Look at this. They're getting housed. You guys don't. You guys don't live here. You're not citizens. Guess what? You can come in. You can come in and be and be people here. You can even get an education here from our teachers. And guess what? The kids that live here, they're not even getting this right now. They're all they're all at their homes right now, learning from from Zoom courses. And the superintendent, look at what it, look at what the superintendent says. All children in California, regardless of immigration status, have a constitutional right to education. That is complete bullshit. If I went to a different country with my children and said, here, we're not registered, we're not citizens here, but I want you to teach my kids school, that ain't going to happen. We also have a moral obligation to ensure a bright future for our children. Superintendent of Schools Paul Goth- uh, Gothold said in San Diego County Office of Education news release, and he says the system is broken when, oh, this is a different one. This is a parent. 
The system is broken when San Diego teachers are teaching migrant children in person, but the 100,000 students of taxpaying families at San Diego Unified School District are stuck learning in Zoom school. This, this to me has got to be one of the worst looks. Besides that, the, uh, you know, the kids in cages uh, narrative is back in full swing, and Biden is just taking a brutal, brutal optics beating right now. You have kids that are probably a year behind now already with the courses that they've met, that they've gone through at home. We truly we don't even know what the full effects of what's going to happen to these kids long term as far as being behind in school. But you want to talk about spitting in the faces of, of taxpayers, people that pay money to these schools, and you're going to take in uh, immigrant children and give them an education in person while your kids are at home? <sighs> I would be livid. I would be livid. And just to throw in some extra salt into the wound here from the Federalists as well, Biden's border crisis is displacing foster kids and screwing school districts. So this happened last week where a family located in the suburb suburb of Seattle, more than a thousand miles from the southern U.S. border, was asked to vacate the home they used for foster to foster approximately 20 children over the last seven years because the nonprofit that provided it to them has chosen to pursue a different strategic vision and is beginning to provide a different scope of services and support of unaccompanied youth. Using federal funds offered by the Office of Refugee Resettlement, Friends of Youth will turn the house once used to give the families foster children who struggle with severe behavioral problems a place to live into a facility for illegal and unoccupied migrant children. Despite the state's widespread housing shortage for troubled youth requiring therapeutic beds. You have foster children in the United States getting kicked out of their foster homes and relocated. They have severe problems, severe problems. And now, and now immigrants are now taking those beds and replacing them. And God knows what's going to happen to those other kids in that foster home. Just one second, guys. Sorry, guys. Son's playing with those monster trucks. I told you. I told you. He loves, loves them trucks. So, guys, this is what we're dealing with here. If I was a parent, I am sure I, we, I, my family was extremely fortunate. I, I got, I, I kicked, I, I, I grinded as much as I could when COVID came around this channel. I knew it was a perfect opportunity to get the channel full time because I knew people were going to be home. With people being home, though, I know for a fact, I don't know how many people out there, I'm sure there's some in the audience right now that a wife, husband, whoever's taking care of the kids, somebody had to sacrifice their career, their job, just so they could stay home because paying for daycare is extremely expensive on top of these daycares. A lot of these daycares are forcing these kids to wear masks and do terrible things to them. And you see this, you see something like this where... Biden comes in 70 days into his, uh, into his presidency, allows these kids to come up, and on top of it, they're, go- they're allowed to get in-person classes. They're not even kids that belong to this country. Their parents, we don't even know who their parents are. These parents are paying this school, school taxes, and their kids are still home. Can you imagine how angry parents are right now? But you want to hear what Jen Psaki's response? Oh, no. Before we even get to her... There's one question that I've been asking this entire time because there has been a ghost, ladies and gentlemen. Her, the name of the ghost is AOC.
Where is she, ladies and gentlemen? Where is AOC? Where'd she go? It's really pathetic. It's really pathetic. But you want to hear what Jen Psaki's response to this was? We're going to listen to it. It's it's pretty cringe because she has asked directly about this question, how this makes um, American families feel. And you guys are going to be prepared for cringe session. We're about to see it. Here we go. I'd like to find out what the White House thinks about what's happening in San Diego, where some public school teachers are providing in-person instruction at the San Diego Convention Center to migrant children before their own public school students. And these kids, of course, about 130,000 of them have been at home doing online learning for about a year now. So what does the White House think about that? Well, I know you guys have done a fair amount of reporting on this, so maybe you'll have more details. Uh, As I understand it, San Diego public schools are opening in early April. April 12th to hybrid learning. Okay. And students will be back in the classroom. And as I understand it, this is related part-time. And certainly, you know, our objective from the White House, opening up five days a week, uh, majority of schools across the country. And uh, they're on spring break right now. And this is related to volunteering or being paid. I'm not even sure you'd have to ask the local school district during spring break for these migrant kids. So it's okay because the kids are on spring break right now. And they're, oh, they're going to be returning um, in early April. And the reporter makes sure she says, yeah, it's part-time. She's like, yeah, yeah, it's part-time. It's part-time. Making sure she knows that. That's her excuse so far. Yes, yeah, so the San Diego County Supervisor, Jim Desmond, he says, you know, I think it's great that there's in-person learning for unaccompanied minors from Central America, but I wish every child in San Diego County was allowed the same opportunity for in-person teaching. So I guess the, the question is, you know, uh, does the White House think that this sends the right message to these 130,000 kids in San Diego and their parents who've been stuck at home for the last year. Well, I'm just saying that context is important. And these kids are going back to school uh, for hybrid learning. We, of course, want that to be five days a week, and we're confident we'll get there early next month. And I believe they're also on spring break right now. So these teachers are would be, I'm not sure if it's volunteer or paid. You'd have to ask the local school district um, while the kids are on spring break, which I think the context is pretty important. Oh, Jen Psaki is all about the context. She is all about the context. Let me hop over to the chats to see what everyone in the chat's saying here. And while I do that, Brandy, thank you so much for the, your generous donation. Thank you for all you do, Scott. Brandy, I thank you for watching the show and just being here with me, listening on the other side of this mic. Uh, Tool, I see she got Kaylee's style notebook. Isn't helping her any. She is so smug. I hate her little laugh that she does. I hate that little... Well, you you guys have certainly researched it enough. She loves to deflect. She loves to do that. And people are saying, Miss Kaylee, can't freaking stand her. They should all go go uh, go all year now to make, to make up what they have lost. Yeah. Absolutely. And Sean Joe, thanks so much for the diamond in the chat. And uh, FVT says, I refrain from using the C word. (laughs) Thanks for keeping it uh, somewhat rated R in here, ladies and gentlemen. I love it. Yeah. What spring break? Spring. That is a great question. Spring break. (laughs) It's been spring break. It's been a year of spring break. These kids have been. I can't even imagine what's going on with them. I can't even imagine what's going on in these kids' heads. I hope to God their parents are not libtard enough to hopefully they're able to see other kids. And I'm sure when they did, they were all, all the kids wearing masks. But even if I was still a libtard with kids, I would probably, okay. Hey, Hey Frank. Hey man, can my, can my kids hang out with your kids? Yeah. Your kids don't wear a mask. Sure. They'll wear a mask. They just need to have some interaction. Jen Saki's sitting there like, I wonder if Jen has kids, by the way, I wonder if she has kids. I bet you she doesn't. I might be wrong about that, 
But I, well, I would love to know. I would absolutely love to know if she has kids. She brings up spring break. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The kids need more days off away from school and their friends and the normalcy that was stripped away from them in the rest of the country for over a year now. I'm sure a lot of the kids remember two weeks to stop the to uh, to stop the spread to uh, to help the curb or whatever the hell the stupid the the uh, the saying was. Oh man, spring break. Yeah, a lot of people in the chat don't like Jen Psaki. <laughs> I can, I I know, I absolutely know. So it's it's really this is, it's just really we have to we have to laugh at some of this tragedy though. We have to laugh at some of this tragedy. I, we're hoping it's going to get better. And I'm really looking forward to when Trump goes down to the border because I'm sure it's going to be a shit show when he gets down there. I know it. ICE officials and other government officials down there specifically called Trump to please come down to look. There, he's not just going down there for a field trip. I'm sure there's going to be some stuff done about what's happening. I don't know what that looks like because he's technically not president. I don't know. But we'll have to wait and see and all that good stuff. You guys are absolutely hilarious in the chat. I love it. Why don't the illegal alien kids get spring break too from off Anon? Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree, my friend. I absolutely agree with you. Let me pull up the foxhole chat here. Give you guys some love and all that good stuff. Yes, it is absolutely hilarious. But yeah, this is what we're dealing with, ladies and gentlemen. But um, in other news here, I want to give you guys some quick updates. I haven't covered uh, Ghislaine Maxwell enough. Um, There's been a lot of back and forth with her lawyers, and I just want to give you guys an update because she was actually nailed with another charge here, and this update was given from Technofog. Uh, Just real quick here, superseding indictment hits Ghislaine Maxwell at charges for sex trafficking of a minor. We already knew she was uh, already doing this on a massive scale, um, but she's been trying to get bail. She has been basically begging the judge to give her this, and it's not happening, and Bad day for her. She was hit with another sex trafficking charge, and this time um, from that lasted until 1997 to entice minors to travel and basically do the whole sex trafficking thing. This new indictment provides that there is a fourth minor victim to this conspiracy, which took place between 2001 and 2004, as explained in the government by the government in today's letter to the court. And just real quick, the girl was 14 years old and was groomed to engage in sexual acts with Epstein, the whole massage thing. And all that other terrible stuff. That is exactly what it is. This woman here. uh, What else do we have? Maxwell and Epstein's other conspirators sent the minor lingerie and gifts. Epstein and Maxwell encouraged the minor to recruit other young females to provide sexualized massages to Epstein. These efforts were successful. They found more victims. And the sad part about this is these are just the victims that the courts are aware of. I am sure... There's hundreds, and I hope not, but maybe thousands of, of, of girls and young boys. Who knows? Who knows what these sick freaks were all into? Um, but she is now, that is a superseding indictment. And that's on top of what, el- what are all, everything else she has already. Um, Ghislaine Maxwell, she's done. There's no way she's getting out of prison. She's going to rot in a prison cell somewhere no matter what happens to her, unless she just Epstein's herself and she disappears. But we'll have to see. We shall have to see. But I wanted to throw this into, um, throw this out there for everyone with the tinfoil hats. I love this. Uh, this is from gcaptain.com. Everybody was talking about uh, the Suez Canal boats. And I know these boats do traffic children. They traffic humans. Don't get me wrong. I definitely believe that. I was just making fun of the entire, you know, the... <laughs> the Hillary Clinton code name Evergreen on the boat. People were going nuts with that stuff. But when I see stories like this, it makes you really think, and this is related to Ghislaine Maxwell. This is Ghislaine Maxwell's husband, CEO, Scott Borgensen. 
He resigned. And where did Scott Borgensen ironically work for? Cargo Metrics. <laughs> and Cargo Metrics is pretty much um, confirmed that Borgensen did not, in fact, resign, did, in fact, resign as CEO and from the company's board in late July to ensure his presence would not become a distraction from work. He believes in so deeply. Uh, uh, Boston-based Cargo Metrics Technologies was founded by Borgson in 2010 as data-driven investment companies that uses proprietary software to provide real-time insight into the global shipping industry. The company has long been considered a front-runner in the space of big data and shipping and has attracted investments from big tech, from tech bigwigs such as Eric Schmidt, former CEO and executive chairman of Google, and also the creator of the social system, social credit system that China has as well. All buddy buddies. And I just want to ask the audience, do you think it's ironic that Ghislaine Maxwell, her husband, her husband controls, has a company for that, that uh, forecast shipping data for cargo ships? I just love how that one works out. And this is exactly why I don't make fun of people for, for having their own thoughts and getting crazy with the conspiracy theories, as long as we're not going out of our way uh, to muddy the waters. It is extremely ironic that that's her husband, and that's what he does for business. Lord knows what he was really involved with. And I wonder why he resigned. I wonder, oh, because oh, maybe, I'm sure, you, did you not realize your wife was best friends with Ep Jeffrey Epstein? <laughs> oh, dear Lord. Lord Dor says it's all connected. It is all connected. Some of the, a lot of the stuff we can't prove, but you can definitely connect the dots and see that it is connected. And there are no coincidences. There are none. So, and before we get into our, 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 our crazy speculation, rampant speculation, we're going to have some fun in a minute. Uh, Leroy, thanks so much for the donation. It is a coincidence that B Gates started, uh, Bill Gates are with IBM. None of it is. It's none of it's a coincidence, man. We we don't we we may never know the true story of a, a lot of how these things happen, but we certainly have brains and can think for ourselves and put two and two together. So let's get into some rampant speculation before we get into the clowns today. This was really bizarre. Did you guys see this nuclear code story? This was insane. This is from just the news. Bizarre tweet from U.S. Strategic Command spawns panic about nuclear codes. Um, for everyone out in the podcast, I'm going to show you what this looks like in just a moment. But the, this Twitter account, um, Stratcom, put out this weird... Stratcom's the one that would, if, 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 we, if shit really hit the fan and we were going into a nuclear war, they're the ones that would uh, be shooting the nukes out. They put this out here. U.S. Strategic Command just tweeted this, and they deleted it. This, I think this was Sunday. Yeah, Sunday they put this out. And they deleted it within 30 minutes. Now, was this some drunk... 20-something-year-old that just maybe fell asleep on the keyboard. Maybe somebody had a kid like my, my, my son does. He jumps on the keyboard and starts slamming the keyboard and hits enter and sends something out. Maybe. Maybe. But this was put through. This this uh, For everyone on the podcast, this is some it's, it's some weird message here. We have some colon, L, G, M, L, X, Z, S, S, A, W. It's just a weird string of numbers and symbols. So I got this from Jordan Sather, I believe. They put this through a cryptogram solver. And you can't make this stuff up. I just want you guys to see this. This was the results. It says the letter Q and then the word acquitted. <laughs> what does that mean? What does that mean? I don't know what it means, but if you go down the list here, 
None of these other things make sense to me, but this was put through some uh, crypto cryptogram uh, program, and I, it says this is what I came up with. It says Q acquitted. Do I think it means anything? I have no idea. Probably not. But I think it was fun to see that come out there and uh, see what that you know could possibly mean. The thing is, whoever's controlling the nukes out there, I hope to God it's not Joe Biden out there. Um, holding on to that because I thought that was an extremely weird message when it came out. People were freaking out about it. People didn't know if uh, if things were okay with this uh, with that base out there in Nebraska. Really, really makes you want to think: Is everything okay out there? The guy that's going to be pressing the button for the nukes? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But again, this is rampant speculation. So this will probably end up being another segment at one point. So and just real quick to tie this off before we get into the clowns tonight. Uh, Patrick Byrne says this is the guy that wrote, uh, I think it was the deep, the deep state something. He wrote a book. He was the one, uh, one the, yeah, Patrick Byrne, the Overstock's uh, CEO, the one that was with Flynn and Sidney Powell with Trump and all that. He says he thinks uh, America will know the truth within two months and it's possible Trump could be back in office. And he said this on a video um, or in a telegram message that he believes um, he could be back within six to eight weeks and that the country is going to know the full truth no matter what. And just to throw the cherry on top here, I don't know if Mike Lindell is crazy. I know he's a patriot and he cares for this country. And you guys take this with a grain of salt, but listen to what he said here. What I'm talking about, Steve, is what I have been doing since January 9th. All the evidence I have, everything is going to go before the Supreme Court and the election of 2020 is going bye-bye. I, it was an attack by other country communism coming in. I don't know what they're going to do with what after they pull it down. But it's how, how, but hang, hang on, hang on, sorry. Hold hang, on. Hang, Donald Trump will go, go be ahead. back in office in August. What I- that last little statement he said: Donald Trump will be back in office in August. Now, do I believe any of this? I personally don't. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? You guys think there's any? Anything to this right now? Because I don't, I don't know if there is. I really don't. I really don't. The thing is, I've seen enough from the Supreme Court to know that they are, uh, they're compromised. Um, we saw Lynn Wood and Cindy Powell do everything that we, we think they, we think they did everything they possibly could. Um, but do you guys think there's going to be any, um, anything to this? You guys know I don't deal hopium on this show. I don't do it. I'm as realistic and as real as I can be and honest with you. I don't think so. I, I still, to this day, I believe that we, seeing a bunch of people, I pray for it. Um, I'm not going to hang up, hang up times and dates. I'm just going to pray. Yes, times and times and days that needs to go away because what do they do? They puff up your expectations and they literally can put you into a Stockholm syndrome. And that's certainly what we're not trying to do here. Uh, why would Lynn lie? I don't think he's lying. I don't think they're lying. I really don't. I think they really are pushing for this to get worked on. I really do. I don't think any of them are going out of their way to lie. I certainly don't think that. But as far as expectations, we've been dashed so many times. It's just like, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen when it needs to happen. And that's where I'm at with it, ladies and gentlemen. So Clowns is coming right up next. And ladies and gentlemen, I have a story here about YouTube that you're not going to want to miss. YouTube is trying to uh, protect Joe Biden. And you're going to see what I mean in just a moment here. Let's get our music up here and get into, again, tonight's sponsor. 
All right, I've been promoting my mother's business here for a few months now. She was on the show here just to talk about herself and her business just for a little bit, and tonight is nothing different. So we're looking at a, a Lula Wellness slash Breakthrough M2. It's a fast, effective, healthy weight loss program that uses homeopathic liquid drops and a structured, balanced diet. The drops support the body's ability to help clean and get rid of the abnormal toxic fat that your body doesn't need, which is the abnormal fat. While on the program, you will take the, your drops three times a day before breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We use a detailed list and exact amounts to help you easily plan your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You will drink 90 ounces of water or half your body weight in ounces of water, whichever is greater every day in five to six weeks. The average weight loss for women is 20 to 25 pounds and men can lose 30 to 40 pounds. Doing our program teaches you how to make the best decisions for your body to help you keep the weight off. This can be the last diet you ever do. So when you guys sign up, this is what the sign-up sheet will look like. This will give you access to your consolation call with a coach from Breakthrough M2. They'll answer all your questions, any concerns, all that good stuff, and you'll be on your way to losing that COVID weight to get your body ready to go for the spring and summer because it's right around the corner here. We hit 70s just the other day out here in New York, so it's coming. And I lost 24 pounds personally on this diet about a month ago. It works, and it's all natural, and you're supporting this channel and Patriot businesses. All right, guys. I'm ready to do some clowns. I hope you are all as well. Let's do it. Let's release the clowns, ladies and gentlemen. We're ready to go. Our first clown of the day. Oh, you guys are gonna like this one. YouTube. YouTube put this tweet out, and I saw it probably about 10 minutes after they put it out on my feed. In response to create, <laughs> let me just read this. I'll try to read this without laughing. In response to creator feedback around well-being and targeted dislike campaigns, we're testing a few new designs that don't show the public dislike count. <laughs> oh, really? I wonder why that is. If you're part of this small experiment, you might spot one of these designs in the coming weeks. Example below. And as you guys can see, there's only a like button here with the uh, with the amount. Oh, but the dislike, those numbers are now gone. And YouTube continues to say, creators, you'll still be able to see the exact number of likes and dislikes in your YouTube studio. And for anyone that doesn't, that never had a channel, your YouTube studio is your back end. Nobody can see this besides the creator themselves. So you're the only one that can see it, but the public cannot. For viewers, if you're in the experiment, you can still like or dislike a video to share your feedback with creators and help tune the recommendations you see on YouTube. Now, we all know why this is happening. Let's be real. But I can tell you from experience, having a channel on YouTube, a pretty successful channel on YouTube, the dislike button is extremely important for me personally, because if you put out a video, you can tell if people are responding, you can tell by which way they're responding by either a like or a dislike. And we have something called ratios. If you're getting more dislikes than you are likes, your content is garbage. You need to change something. You need to, you need to get better. You need to change it up a little bit. The, the fact that YouTube said they're blaming this saying it's creator feedback around well-being and targeted dislike campaigns is a complete lie. I don't know any creators out there that wouldn't want uh, criticization and feedback so easily through a dislike button. It actually helps you grow as a creator. So getting rid of that, again, is this the coddling? Is this the coddling that YouTube wants? Is this the participa uh, participation trophy response? to this new generation of people coming into social media. No, 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 we're gonna, you're, you're only gonna see your likes, you're only gonna see your, all those dislikes, they're gonna go away so your feelings aren't hurt. We need to coddle you. You know what this is, ladies and gentlemen? You know what this is. This is, this uh, YouTube got a phone call from the Biden administration most likely and said, hey, 
how do we how can we get these dislikes to uh, disappear off the platform so people aren't uh, destroying every video that's out there because on the white if you go to the White House YouTube channel every single video there are thousands of dislikes compared to hundreds of likes is it is it a, a dislike campaign do people go on there to just when Joe Biden goes live just at the dislike button I'm sure I'm sure but I'm sure those same people despise this person and know that the that this election was stolen and that and the American people certainly did not vote this man to lead them so YouTube thanks for coming out here and being the communist that you are and further furthering censoring and sucking the teat of Washington because we all know now Google and Facebook they're the number one donors in DC they're going to listen to their lapdogs and pander and do whatever they say. So YouTube, oh, YouTube, I love that you're a clown because I, <laughs> there's some personal feelings against YouTube, but either way, they are clown number one. Clown number two, clown number two. Her name is Heidi Heitkamp, and we have Gina Carano here. She is the one that from Star Wars, they got canceled uh, for saying truth. And she's calling out, Heidi here, who went on Bill Maher and pretty much called uh, Gina here a Nazi, and even even, <laughs> even Bill Maher called her out for this, and let's watch the video. I like this picture. Uh, who was the woman in the Mandalorian? What did she do? She liked something? Or... She was a Nazi. Oh, that's different, yeah. right? I'm thinking of somebody else. Well, she's not a Nazi. She, she, yeah, she was, she's a white. A she's See, involved in white supremacy. You're calling her in that. She she's called other people Nazis. Right. So which she's is, the Nazi. Okay, everyone's yeah. a Nazi now. Yeah. Um, she does hang with white supremacists. It's like a Mel Brooks she does? Movie. Yeah. Hangs with white supremacists. I suppose I'm not subject to defamation. I, I don't know. I mean, it depends on what your definition of white supremacist is. That your, also, the goalposts yeah. there changed a lot. Used You're, to be a guy in a clan hood right. who. But I think we have a, to. I think we have to be really careful. There's two things the Republicans think they're going to get Biden on: cancel culture and this whole Dr. Seuss stuff that's going on, where they're reading Green Eggs and Ham, proving that some of these senators can actually read, and and um, and, <laughs> and immigration. And, and so Good we one. can't ignore the fact that we got Donald Trump was in part because of political correctness. I mean, you did a whole show. She does have a last good point there. We got Donald Trump because of political correctness. I will give her that. But everything else, she's complete bigot. And even Bill Maher was saying, white supremacist, what does that even mean now? I'm paraphrasing, but that's essentially what he was saying. What does that even mean now? The goalpost has been moved so much. She hangs out with white supremacists. And, she, and he's like, she does? And look at what Gina says here. Here we have more of the dehumanizing phase of cancel culture. Repeat lies over and over until the population takes them as truth. False, disturbing, and disgusting language coming from a former U.S. a former U.S. senator. Yes, that's what we have here. You knew as soon as you said it if you were liable. And she even said, oh, I guess I could be hit for defamation. Now, she knows these people aren't stupid. In a lot of ways, they are. But again, you look like a clown, and that's why you made the list. Clown number two clown number three. <laughs> oh, oh yes only jim acosta and millions of other americans that think they're on virtue signaling on top of that virtue signaling hill they set up a picture of you getting taken while getting the covid vaccine shot just a shot in the arm i needed he says the latest studies show the covid19 vaccines are highly effective even though who was it astrazeneca out in germany just recently stopped them because their patients were getting blood clots Please do your part to end this pandemic. Get your shot. And on top of it, on top of it, if you zoom in on it, I can't, I don't even know if I'll be able to zoom in on it. He has a 
a readout of all the things he covered in the last year pertaining to COVID. What a absolute clown show this douchebag is. I cannot tell you how bad I want to stick this guy's head in the toilet <laughs> and just flush it and just flush it. Like I said, you can get the vaccine, but don't virtue signal to the world like you're morally superior, superior to the to people that don't. And you're having someone take your picture while you do it? I, I can't. I can't. Clown number three. I got to move on before I, before I say even worse words than that. Here we go. Clown number four. Clown number four. And I'm telling you guys, the fifth clown's going to be the best one. Clown number four is the CDC director almost having a meltdown on camera here. Here she goes. It's always one of those times when I have to share the truth and I have to hope and trust you will listen. I'm going to pause here. I'm going to lose the script. And I'm going to reflect on the recurring feeling I have of impending doom. We have so much to look forward to, so much promise and potential of where we are, and so much reason for hope. But right now, I'm scared. She is scared, guys, to the point of tears. This is the CDC director. You're supposed to be calming everybody down. Not, <laughs> not breaking down in tears. Give me a break. Give me a break. This charade, ladies and gentlemen, does not, they do not want to end this. Dr. Rochelle Wolensky is almost in tears, breaking down on camera saying, we are doomed. We are doomed. America is doomed. It's funny. Have you guys seen the, uh, the numbers out in Texas? They, they, uh, they stopped their mask mandates a couple weeks ago. And you know what happened? A miracle, a miracle happened. It, it, it defied science. The hospitalizations went down. But apparently, we are doomed. America is doomed. Dr. Rochelle Walensky, you were clown number four. And to the best clown of the day, I know you guys are going to have a shit fit when I show you. Yes, burritos are also tacos. Border Patrol canine sniffs out $60,000 worth of fentanyl inside burritos. Yes. You can take your tacos and burritos and shove it. I am wings all day. You can't hide fentanyl and wings, can you? <laughs> That's what I thought. Clown number five. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. Let's see the chat. Let's see what the chat <laughs> Oh, that was good. That was good. I know it's going to piss some people off. Anybody? No, burritos are... They're not the same thing. They're not the same thing. Wings over tacos all day, baby. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. So, ladies and gentlemen, before you head out the door tonight, go check out WokeSize.com. Check out the merch store. Check out what we got on sale here. We got the Mr. Potato Head V-necks, the ladies, the t-shirts, the hoodies, all that good stuff. The Truth Equals Hate Speech. We got the Drunk Society's merch line here, which we're due from one. Um, I don't know if it's if it's morally okay to do drunk societies on Easter Sunday, but we'll, we'll have to think about it. And uh, everything else here. We got the participation trophies for 2020. Trump won uh, coffee mugs, a bunch of different co- coffee mugs, beer steins, uh, wine tumblers for the ladies, hats, all that good stuff. Go to rightsofwokesocieties.com. Go to the store tab and check out the store. And also, you can go to wokesocieties.tv where you can sign up for a subscription cheaper than Netflix and this gets you access to watching these live streams and shows on 
your Roku. It's super easy to use. You find my channel on the Roku, you sign up, and you are good to go. Great ways to support the show. I'm on Telegram, I'm on Gab, I'm on BitChute for my uh, replays, Rumble, all that good stuff. The mods drop the links for all this, and I just want to say thank you to my mods as well. I have the best mods in the business, and they do a fantastic job. And I love y'all. Woke fam is strong here. Let's get over to DLive here. Chef Sarah with 112 Lemons, third top uh, contributor. Thank you. Tannic Boom with 120 and Patriot 714 with 300 Lemons. I super appreciate that. And let me get that chest open before we get on out of here. Don't forget, guys, before you head out, before you head out, I am going to be live tomorrow again at 2.30 Eastern. Going to have a bunch of different topics. And I want to talk to you guys about something a good friend of mine uh, crypto beetles robert beetles you guys all know him you've seen him on this channel all of our friend channels he is starting something called operation sunlight um i'm gonna do as much as i can with that if you guys haven't heard about it we're gonna discuss that tomorrow because i cannot tell you how many times i've gotten questions saying scott what the hell do we do now since our election was stolen what can we possibly do well we're gonna talk about that tomorrow and what other news whatever news and stuff i couldn't cover today because i'm seeing hate crimes all over the place and uh, it's really terrible to watch and the wrong, you know, the wrong people are getting blamed here. Not that uh, anybody that commits crimes, they need to be exposed. If you're going to be a corrupt piece of garbage, that's going to be a nasty human being. You deserve to be exposed. So we're going to hang out tomorrow as well. 2.30 Eastern, you get five days a week of woke societies now. So don't forget that. Five days of woke societies. Wednesday and Friday, 2.30 p.m. Eastern. It was uh, Method's old time slot. So that is what's going on now. Let's hang out with everyone in the chat for a little bit. Tell Little Woke, uh, great job. Yeah, he's with his mom right now. I'll definitely tell him. Pterodactyl says false flags to keep people in fear. Freaking demons. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, there there was another shooting, I think, in Virginia that I didn't even cover myself. Not a lot of people covered, but the, all the suspects, you know, you know what? It's not even worth bringing up their race. They weren't white. Let's just put it that way. And you can tell that's why it wasn't covered by the media whatsoever. So there's that. There's that, but it definitely seems a spike in these events, these shootings since Trump's been out of office. What a coincidence. What a coincidence. Let me uh, go back here real quick. Let me check out what's going on at Foxhole. My fam over there. Hit that refresh button here. Get back over. There we go. Great show. Austria, got to go get some wings now. Yes, go get wings. Don't eat burritos and tacos. They might have fentanyl in them. <laughs> oh, I want. I saw that last minute. Scott, when is your wife's show on? She is doing her shows when she can. There's no set time. She's prego right now, so that makes things very difficult. So um, not sure. You guys will get the alert on DLive at least when she does go live. What about those two girls that stole the the uh, Uber car? Yeah, Gene, that's one of those stories I want to talk about tomorrow. That's for sure. When is the baby due? Baby is due mid-June. Mid-June. So uh, time is quickly approaching. And by the way, I'm glad you brought that up, Heather. The baby shower that we're going to be doing with everybody is going to be next Sunday. Next Sunday. We're going to have a little uh, Woke Society's baby shower with all you here with the wifey. And uh, we're going to open up your gifts. And uh, I'm sure that I'll bring in huge numbers. (laughs) I'm sure all the guys are like, yes, yes, baby showers, my favorite. What happened to Methods? Methods is taking a little break. 
um, so you can focus on all the things that can be done with Foxhole and uh, all that good stuff. But he'll be back doing streams uh, when he's ready. He's got too much stuff on his plate. He had to cut back, so that's what he's doing. But he's still he's still here. You'll, he's in the, he's in all the chats on Foxhole. You'll see him all the time. No, Easter is this Sunday. Easter is this Sunday. Talking about next next Sunday. What day is that? I flipped my calendar. It might be even more helpful, guys, if I gave you the date. Let's see. So that would be... Let me see here. That would be April 11th. April 11th, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, April 11th. That is the baby shower date. Diddy Styles is my baby girl. Adeline is mid mid-June as well, brother. That's awesome. Awesome. Gonna have some woke babies coming into the world. There's nothing wrong with that. You gotta love it. You gotta absolutely love it. And again, thank you guys for the donations. I can't tell you how <laughs> giving you all are. I can't. It's been absolutely amazing. So yeah, we got some more woke babies coming in the world, which is always, always a good thing. And all that good stuff. Just want to make sure I didn't miss any of your uh, any of your donations. I think we're all covered here. Damn, we did pretty good tonight. We did pretty good tonight, which is awesome. So guys, let's see here. We're gonna head out here, but don't worry, don't worry. I will be back tomorrow afternoon at two thirty p.m. Eastern for another a sh- for another show. Q Focus says you're an amazing streamer. Thank you, thank you, Q Focus. I've been doing this for a few years now, and I'm getting better and better. Still needs perfected. The show is getting better. We're going. We're all going through a transition period right now, and uh, we're going to have to get creative with the uh, content that we bring. So that's what we're going to be doing on this show. The afternoon shows might end up not being news at one point, which is fine. Covering news five days a week sucks right now. It's not fun. Biden and his admin is destroying this country. But we got to learn to laugh at this. And uh, we're going to talk tomorrow, guys, about what we can do as uh, as patriots. Because well, whatever you believe in at this point, here's the thing. We the people are the cure. We can't trust politicians. We can't trust presidents. We can't trust anyone besides ourselves. Because we all are on the same, we're all on the same team. We all know what America First is, what it means, what it felt like. We won't ever forget that. So that's what we're going to be talking tomorrow and many other topics. So you guys know what I'm going to say. Stay safe. Stay strong and stay woke. Good night, everybody.